Greetings, everybody. This is David Avocado Wolf, and we are gearing up for our event of the year, the Longevity Now Conference, Friday, September 30th through Sunday, October 2nd, 2016, at the Hilton Anaheim. That's right next to Disneyland in Orange County, California. So if you can get to Los Angeles, we will see you there for that great weekend. It's going to be awesome. We've got some great health visionaries that are going to be at the event speaking. Joseph McClendon is going to be joining us. John Gray, who's you know him from Men or Mars, Women is from Venus, but he's also an incredible authority in health. He's been running a healing center for years, and the guy's just completely amazing. Dr. Joel Furman, Joseph Mercola will be joining us. Dr. Mercola is going to be bringing his best and brightest. Dr. Alan Christensen, Dr. Pedram is going to be with us. I've got a very special guest who's also going to be with us. He's the CEO and founder of quicklearning.com, and that's spelled K-W-I-K, learning.com. His name is Jim Quick, and we've been friends for, I think it's 17 years, but we haven't worked together in quite a few years, so very excited to have him back. He is specializing in memory and learning speed. So if you have had problems with your memory, if you've had problems with learning, Jim Quick is the master of the subject matter, and he's going to be bringing us really the ability to unleash our brain power, to live a, a life of more power, more productivity, more prosperity. Welcome, Jim Quick. It's been a while. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Avocado, and uh, shout out to everyone who's listening. I love being on this path with you. Such epic superhero gathering for the Longevity Now conference, and I'm looking forward to seeing so many of you there. For everybody who's listening, if you want to find all the details on the Longevity Now conference, again, it's coming up end of September, September 30, October 1st, 2nd, 2016. All the details are at www.thelongevitynowconference.com. Okay, Jim, let's just jump right into it. I think your path probably started, you had a brain injury as a child. And that impaired your ability to learn, as I understand the story. Is this the challenge that really launched you into being the learning and memory master that you are today? It's so funny, Avo. Like, and sometimes our biggest challenges become our biggest strengths. I literally going through struggles become a superpower for, for many of us. You know, at the age of five, I had a very bad accident, head trauma and a brain injury, and it left me with learning challenges. And I don't know if you know, people, everyone listening can relate to it, but I just had trouble understanding things. Teachers would have to repeat themselves three or four or five times. I'd be easily forgetful. I didn't have any focus. It took me an extra three years to learn how to read. And it was very embarrassing. And it was a real, it was a real struggle. And I suffered a lot. And then when I got to college, in order to just keep up, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't sleep. I wouldn't take care of myself. All the things that we know is important for longevity and just being a, a superhero version of yourself. And I was just living in the library. And one night I actually passed out of sheer exhaustion and I fell down a flight of stairs and I hit my head again. And I woke up in the hospital two days later. And at the age of 18, it's, it's a very scary time. I thought I died. I was down to a at this time, because I wasn't taking care of myself, exercising and eating and anything, I was down to 117 pounds. So I was really in bad shape. I woke up in the hospital with all these IVs and, and I just thought there had to be a better way. And when I had that thought, a nurse came in with a mug of tea and had a picture of a pretty smart genius, the opposite of what I thought I was, Albert Einstein. And it said this quote that everyone has heard before in some iteration, said the same level of thinking that's created your problem won't solve your problem. And made me think a new question, made me think about what's my problem. I was like, my problem is I'm a really slow learner. I was like, well, how do I think differently about it? I was like, well, maybe I could learn how to learn. 
So I made it my passion, my mission to really understanding how my brain works so I can work my brain. And I want to understand why, you know, we had memory challenges, why we're absent-minded, why we didn't have focus. And I started studying adult learning theory and multiple intelligence and brain health, neurology. 60 days into it, my life completely transformed. I started to understand things. My grades improved. And with that, I just started helping other people. And I'll tell you, I'll leave it with this. One of the first persons I got to tutor was, uh, she was a freshman in college and she ended up reading 30 books in 30 days. Can you imagine going online on Amazon, buying 30 books and reading them all in a month? And I wanted to find out not how she did it, but why she did it. I think motivation is very important for understanding your learning and memory. And I found out that uh, her mother was dying of terminal cancer and uh, was given 60 days to live. And the books she was reading were books to save her mom's life. I was just blown away and find out six months later, she calls me up. She's crying and crying. And I find out their tears of joy that her mother not only survived, but is really getting better. Doctors don't know how. They don't know why. The doctors actually call it a miracle. But her mother attributed 100% to the great advice she got from her daughter that learned them from all these books. And that's when I realized that if knowledge is power, then learning is your superpower. That if knowledge is power, learning is everyone's superpower. It's just we're not taught how to learn. School taught us what to learn, math, history, science, Spanish. But there's zero classes on how to think and how to listen, how to, how to be creative, how to, how, to, how to learn and read faster, how to improve your memory. And that's really my calling. I don't want people to suffer the way I suffered. And so if you're listening to this, I'm looking forward to giving some, some tips in this conversation and uh, a lot more at the conference on how to unleash your, your superhero brain. That was, that was incredible, Jim. I mean, this is, you know, I, I've just found that I think you're right on target that your greatest adversity leads to your greatest breakthrough and often leads to your life path, which in your case, you know, both are true. Well, you had to do something, I think, in that critical moment, maybe it was in the hospital, where you had to start breaking down your own habitual thinking patterns or your, your own habitual limitations. And yeah. you teach people how to do that. How, Give us a little bit of insight on how we break out of those negative thoughts, like I'm not smart enough, I, I can't read enough, or yeah. um, I don't read enough because I, I can't, my comprehension's low, or whatever those little stories are. How, how do we deal with that? Dr. Daniel Amen calls them killing ants, automatic negative thoughts, right? Automatic negative thoughts. And the reason why it's important to be able to change is because your, your brain, I always remember, you know, with a name like Quick, your life, <laughs> my life, the question I always get is my last name. My, my, last, my last name, as you know, Alvo, it really is Quick. I didn't change it to do what I do, K-W-I-K. I had, I had to be a runner back in school, and I have to be careful driving. You know, you don't want to be pulled over for speeding when the driver's license says Quick right on it. <laughs> then I get to do my, my Dharma and my passion, which is teach people to learn faster. But when I was preparing along the nights with Quick, I was, I'm a runner, and I was preparing to run a marathon. And there's a chapter in a book. I was reading on the psychology of running a marathon and how do you train mentally. And it said, it opened up with this paragraph. It said, your brain is like a supercomputer and your self-talk is the program it will run. So if you tell yourself you're not good at remembering names, you will not remember the name of the next person you meet because you program your computer not to. And that, that's pretty profound. But so what I would suggest is when we have those negative thoughts, there's all kinds of modalities you could be able to practice. Some people practice a level of self-hypnosis. Some people practice tapping or EFT. Um, I, I go through a very simple exercise. I call it ABRA, A-B-R-A. It's like the, you know, abracadabra. If you want to do some magic, one of the things that helps me to release habitual thinking and negative thinking, negative um, belief systems is a simple process. The first thing with the A stands for acknowledge. I acknowledge that it's there. I, I don't fight it because I find that, you know, there's that phrase, what you resist persists. 
you know, what you resist persists. So I, if I just try to battle it, I feel like I sometimes make it stronger. So I just acknowledge that it's there. So that's the A in Abra. The B is the power of breath. And I think the breath work that, that you do and that the superheroes do as a medium be going from your conscious and unconscious uh, way of, uh, of breathing. And I breathe into that place of my body where I feel like that's where that thought or that belief is. So I breathe. And then the R in Abra, A-B-R-A, the R is I release. You know, I breathe into that space, like much like you would do breathing into into the muscle or the, the plate, like when you're doing yoga, and then I just release it and I release it out. And then the A, the final A in Abra is I align. I realign to my truth. I really do believe success is really knowing yourself, knowing your deep self, and also know yourself and then being yourself. And so I, I align more back to my truth. And I can't, I, I can't overemphasize, like, when I went to this young girl and she gave me, she read 30 books in 30 days. I remember she gave me one of the books. I, I picked it up uh, a few years later and I read it and it was on quantum physics and health. And I'd never heard of quantum physics at the time. And I journal every day. I think it's, I think I noticed that, that some of the smartest people that I know, leaders that I work with, they, they journal a lot, geniuses, right? And people don't know, maybe it's the correlation that geniuses journal, or maybe because they're journaling, they become smarter and, and more gifted that way. Anyway, I was writing in my journal. I was like, I want to meet this author. Not, you know, I'm not smart enough now, but I want to have a conversation with him. Give me two years. Two years later to the date, I'm speaking in Boston and I leave the auditorium. I turn the hall and standing right in front of me is the author of the book two years later and this is a book on quantum physics right so it has ended up being uh, <laughs> that's the best <laughs> it ended up being uh deepak chopra and this was over like 20 years ago and we end up having lunch and he, he i remember him saying this phrase to me he says the average person jim has about six we, we were having this conversation about aerobatic body types and learning styles and everything i remember asking him this question about thinking and he said the average person has sixty thousand thoughts a day he said he said the problem jim 95 percent of those thoughts are the same thoughts they had yesterday that's the thing if you want a different life you need to think differently and do different things and it's hard if, if we're always embracing the things that we're looking to validate. And so I think one of the other keys besides using Abra is just having an open mind to new possibilities. I find that I can help improve anyone's reading abilities, anyone's learning abilities, if they want to learn any subject or skill, from martial arts to Mandarin. I can help anyone read faster and remember names, but they just need two things. They just need to have motivation because that's not something you could give somebody. That's something that, that's inherent with them. They have to be motivated and they also have to be open-minded and teachable, right? Because someone can be motivated, but they're not open-minded, they're not going to learn something new. Or someone could be open-minded, but if they're not motivated, there's no energy and emotion that's there. And so, but I, you hit it, you know, the nail on the head. It, that habitual thinking, you know, as you say, if you do, if you do what you always done, you, you'll get what you always gotten. And most of us want to make some really big changes in our health and our relationships and our, in our, in our careers and everything. But it really, really starts with a lot of stuff that people are going to learn, you know, at your conference. Yeah. And, uh, and what you can teach. I, I think what you're doing too is just you're taking a lot of, a lot of the success information, you know, that, that fertile, fertile bed of incredible information that we were gifted in our culture and you make it really accessible for people. That's what I really love about watching you speak and, and you engage people. You're really fun to to be with in that audience. Let's get into um, about health because one of the one of the ways we connected is through health and that's something that